Arturo does not need any of uh, any sort of celebration for in her efforts that, uh, to save these people. So mm-hmm. uh, she uh, wanders off to find the the boy that ran that ran off and doesn't know that his friends have been released. Mm-hmm. All right, you you found him around the first uh, corridor. He he approaches you as you walk out because it looks like he was just hiding to see how this all this all played out. She extends an arm or a, a hand and says, "Come." Uh, your peers, your friends are uh, are waking. Oh, you you managed to save everybody? Um, I saved as many as I could. Um, what about I... my grandmother? <laughs> is, is she all right? Um, I she don't not... know which she one was, was your grandmother. Blended. I mean, there are thousands here. Passion, was she? <laughs> um, we we will we will look. Um, we'll I'll help you look for her. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, thank you so much. And he starts to to weep on your on your metallic shoulder. It's okay. It's okay. Crying is how we heal. Yeah. Uh, okay. That sure. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, they're all everybody's looking a little lost after they all praised Erwitt. They don't really know quite what to do with themselves now that they're no longer the. They also. Uh, Though they seem to know each other, they don't really seem to know what's going on. Uh, a lot of them look very, very confused about where they are, why they're here. Uh, yeah. Uh, can, can someone... Uh, Erwitt tries to uh, settle the, the, the masses that are chanting his name and uh, carrying him around as he stage drives ar- around the, the <laughs> area. Um, can someone tell me the last thing you remember before you came here? Uh, they all kind of look around... And then uh, a young woman steps out and kind of steps forward and says, I, I remember, I remember a village and I remember uh, a vessel, a vessel of some sort coming from the silver sea, the sea, the liquid, the sea of liquid metal that surrounds, uh, are we in the god light? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the big, big tower. Yeah, 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 uh, yes. Yes. Some, yes, we are. Someone, someone took us and took from us, uh, took from us our memories. I, oh. I have my 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 recollection is piecemeal, is in shattered, not just from when they took us, but from before, from my life. All of my life is taken apart. Well, hmm. I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> Uh, could, could we, uh, d- d- does anyone, uh, we need to d- figure out how to d- depart here. Does anyone know how to take, fix a, a vessel of some sort? Anybody in your, in your scattered memories remember being a, a perhaps a mechanic or a, or a, a, a an Aeon priest or any, anything? I was a mechanic. Oh. I think. Lovely. Um. S- says a man. Um. <laughs> uh, 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 Burke, are you done up there? Uh, Burke has, uh, in the meantime, I'm not surprised that Erwitt didn't notice this, but Burke has been pushing his way through the crowd to join them. And, uh, Burke, you notice that, uh, behind the, the hot tub, the jacuzzi of evil, uh, which is a font from hell, uh, there was another door that looked like it had, like, a simple, uh, opening mechanism in the center of it, uh, behind the, uh, other 
where the balcony I'm at the wall. Okay. Well, now I'm back, back down on the floor. I'm with my friends. I'm relaying this information to them. Oh, my friends, there it appeared to be the doorway to another room of the good later. I suggest we go ahead and check it out. Oh, uh, delightful. Uh, climb back up there, would you? And uh, Erwitt climbs onto um, Burke's back. For, so Burke can <laughs> uh, walks Not over to the guy who's mechanic kind of, kind of sheepishly, like, poking her fingers and kind of kicking her heel, like, um, you're a mechanic, right? Um, I'm scared about the cracks... The cracks in my helmet, I don't know exactly what happens um, should this break. Um, do you think you could seal it? Oh, you need a polymer. <laughs> Some kind of bonding polymer. <laughs> Luckily, I got a cipher right here. Right, uh, look, I'll, I'll, there's a mechanics kit here on the wall. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Oh, it, it's a little dry. Let me just, let me squeeze it a bit. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. All right, let me just polymer you up there. Ooh, 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 ooh. And a little dab right there. All right. Uh, so, uh, Ardrua, you can you can heal for one point. It's all it's all helmet, okay. helmet health. Healing helmet points. It's a, it's a little bit lump. It looks like you you oh, you could use a sand. You some a high grain high grain. Then you go to the finer. All right, then it'll, it'll look it'll look nice. Right now, it's just a slapdash job. You know how it is. Oh, that's that's when that's quite all right. I, I appreciate it. Um, I'll I'll sand it later. Uh, make sure you do. All right, don't take too long. Okay. Um, I think there's a door up there. We're all we should all go up there and maybe see if we can leave through it. Oh yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck going deeper into this place, eh? What does this guy know about this place? Well, let's. Uh, I'm just gonna take a look. Observe uh, it near the near the door. He's just gonna take a peek in. Uh, you had to, you had to climb up onto the balcony, but it's it's pretty easy. There's cabling. Oh, Erwin not... was trying to climb on to Burke, and then Burke would climb up to the balcony. <laughs> but I, I completely rejected your piggyback desires. Fine. I uh, was I was Irwin. not comfortable with that. Erwin Irwin climbed up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you climb up. You. It's just like a you know. Pull out the handle, turn, push back in kind of door. Naturally. It slides open. Uh, it, what you can see is like a small room. Uh, it looks like it's got a single button on the wall. It's uh, you, you recognize this from the Halls of Academia as, uh, as an elevator of some sort. <laughs> it looks like it only goes uh, – it looks like there's a bunch of – uh, sealed buttons, like there's buttons that you might need some kind of code, but then there's one that is just uh, large and glowing. Hmm, I don't know if I want to leave these people yet. Um, Erwitt goes back out as the uh, fearless leader that he thinks himself to be and uh, yells from the back balcony, Okay, uh, you, sir, uh, Mr. Mr. Mechanic. Yeah! All right, so... uh. The, the, this all of you that that I have saved, uh, I'm your savior, and uh, you should uh, collect all uh, these people. Wait, uh, wait, uh, <laughs> uh, shit, shit, yes, and uh, we're going to uh, the. If you go back into the main room that way, um, and take a take a right, there's a room with a bunch of broken uh, ships, and uh, this mechanic man should be able to fix one for you, and uh, and uh, you'll. You'll be uh, you'll be able to escape this place. Uh, come along, uh, uh, Ajwa, uh, Burke. Let, let's uh, let's progress. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. You're not, 
You're not coming with? Well, that, that's, it's cool. It's cool. I will we'll just... probably be there in a minute. We just need to see where this uh, elevator leads. This lift. All right. Uh, I love you. I'm just going to say that. And uh, now we're going to go. I love and you now too. Now we're going to go. Uh, oh, thank you. Okay, that meant a lot. Eh, bye-bye. <laughs> Make sure you stay on that. Fine. Harsh grain, then fine. Don't, not in reverse. Don't you worry about it. Mr. Lady in the driving suit. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> Mr. They, Lady in the driving suit. <laughs> they uh, funnel out, and you guys go into the elevator. Wait, Arjun wants to ask him what uh, what village or whatever they are from, because they all I don't know how to find these people the again. The one Should by the Silver Sea. Um, Flemshire. Flemshire? Well, maybe one day we will meet again in Flemshire. I, I, I hope it still exists. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be one to ask. <laughs> yeah, Me too, well, I hope. Okay. But bye. That I guess bye to you too, shield guy. Seemed like you were getting your shields blinged while we were all suffering. Brooke, you're already <laughs> turned actually, around and left. That that's actually our pure memories just encased <laughs> around the shields. Uh, that's awesome. FYI. How come this guy knows suspiciously more than anyone else about what's going on? I was I was the last one taken. I was actually a fisherman on the Silver Sea. I was a mechanic on a fishing boat. We caught we caught silverfish. Uh, yeah. By now. Well, I'm satisfied. <laughs> uh, and you guys press uh, the button on the elevator, and it, you can't feel yourself moving, but uh, as you rise, the uh, opaqueness of the walls disappears, mm. and you can see yourself just shooting up the sides of the godlight, like faster than a bullet uh, ascending. And uh, we will find out what you see at the top, after a quick bio break, because uh, as we've been playing, the sun has set, and now I'm sitting in the dark alone. <laughs> it's weird. So I'm sitting in uh, the dark in my closet alone. All right, successfully back from the bio. No one, no one stopped being biological during it, so I consider that a rousing success. Mm-hmm. Uh. So you guys are zooming up, and as you're zooming up, you flash by just rooms upon rooms upon rooms like the one you just left. Oh. Like there are there are dozens of rooms with just people suspended in these golden states uh, of utter misery and flowing up towards hot tubs of pleasurable ecstasy. Uh, in just this side of the tower alone. And eventually you lose count of how many there are as you arrive at uh, not quite the top of the tower, but, you know, miles above where you began. Oh, this is going to take a while. <laughs> and as the and we're going to crawl through each and every one of them. I wonder Ooh. if we can, there's like a big head old guy that we can crumblify that crumblifies all the other old guys <laughs> that sounds like a cheese commercial crumblify yourself uh so the doors open up and uh you see two massive nodes uh one rising from the floor one falling from the ceiling in this huge circular room and uh floating in the center of it is a uh like it looks 
almost like a, a cylinder, but with different points of light. Uh, they only it only goes like it like basically like a tiny little lightsaber uh, mm. coming from different parts of it. Uh, you don't know if it would perform in the same hand chopping sort of way, but uh, it looks kind of like a light key. And uh, as you guys step out from the elevator, uh, three do almost coffin shapes open up on the opposite wall, and these uh, robots step out. They're a steel frame with uh, pneumatic hosing mm. over it. And as you, they all step out almost in mirror of you and uh, the hosing on the center one kind of deflates till it's a slender figure. Uh, the hosing on this one of the left one uh, bulges out at the head and kind of bulks up. And the other one bulks up pretty much everywhere and then metallic uh, parts come out from the arms and extend out into massive shields and as you watch a projection mm. uh, goes over each of them to match you exactly oh, we're in the we're in the dark link portion of the water temple now <laughs> <laughs> whatever man. no this is original <laughs> uh, guys we gotta remember to use the megaton hammer it's gonna take care of this no problem <laughs> all right uh, so they are all, they kind of like stand off from you and it, you guys now have a chance to act instead of me reading description. Uh, I vote that we try to cautiously circle around them to the opposite door. <laughs> a classic if they're, if they're, Looney Tunes move. I mean, if they're true mirror images, then as we, we shuffle by, uh, your doppelganger also waves. And then flicks you off. Uh. Oh, <laughs> so hey, hey! That's Truly nice. evil Robots lies are in their hearts. <laughs> uh, well, I'm. Uh, anybody else want to do it? Yeah, I'm gonna try to cautiously circle around the Berkier bot and uh, see if I can. I don't. Well, I haven't seen or heard of it yet, but I assume there's a door on the other side of the room. Uh, it it does look like there's one actually between you two, your two groups. Uh, along one side of the wall, and and what's this thing going on in the middle of the room? There's like a there's like a light key. Yeah, basically there's uh two like basically hills of metal and cabling uh -huh. that then uh, have a one from the ceiling, one from the floor, and mm -hmm. in between is held in kind of like a gravitational stasis. Right. This light key. Oh, well, gravitational. Uh, Irwin wants that thing and is walking toward it. All right. Uh, your your Irwin bot. Uh, your Erwin Quendabot uh, <laughs> matches your every step and uh, then without any warning breaks into a sprint towards the key. Erwin uh, uh, throws, I, I picked up a, a, the very beginning of the session, I picked up a cipher that um, says it's a small, uh, wait, no, this is a damaged lump with engraved symbols. When thrown, it covers a zone, short range, a small area, causing stun for one round. So I'm throwing this, and I'm aiming for the path that the robot is is uh, is uh, running toward. And uh, All right. I'm also going to, you know, also try and sprint forward. Make me a roll. Uh, do I want to apply effort of speed? The trouble is I've got four speed left, but I got seven. <laughs> I got seven whole might, so that's not going to be a problem. I'm applying an effort of speed. 
That's a natural one. <laughs> I've rolled so four of those today. <laughs> Not Irwin's uh, game. So if you bumble it out of your pocket and right in front of your bath, stunning yourself into uh, Morris's. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, as uh, you freeze there. And uh, your the Quendabot takes an early lead uh, towards the key, and it is now uh, well. Okay, actually, I, I'm honestly fuck initiative. I just say whoever wants to act next. Arjun wants to run. Arjun is going right. to try and uh, uh, use an, uh, an effort of speed and see if she can like try and intercept the um, guy from getting to the light tube. All right. Uh, so as soon as you take off, uh, Arduabot also r- starts running. Uh, so you basically match speed with them. Uh, Quendabot is a little bit ahead of you, uh, but you're all running up a different side of the node in the center of the room. Okay. And uh, you're in a, a, a dead race. Uh, do you want to roll to try and like be faster? Yeah. Well, and I was going to use a level of effort, so I, I assume okay, I yeah. need to do that. Okay. Level of effort and a roll, and that's an eight. All right, so you're neck and neck with yourself, and uh, Quendobot is still well ahead. He's uh, about halfway up towards the key, and it is now Bork's turn. All right, Bork here is going to, of course, he's attempting to sneak his way. He doesn't see what all the fuss over this metal and light stuff is. He doesn't give a shit about that. doesn't seem too important. Uh, <laughs> so he's going to attempt to, like, sneak over to the side door and then yeah he's, he's heading for the side door cautiously cautiously all right uh burke bot is gonna charge the <laughs> you're, you're just you uh shields out and uh just try and slam his shields against your shields i'm gonna or like you make a might defense yeah i'm gonna defend right back against him uh 19. Yes. Uh, so despite taking on your appearance, he did not take on your mass <laughs> nor your uh, gravitational abilities. And you pretty much shatter uh, Burkbot just into pieces. <laughs> uh, the You get sprayed down with whatever was fluid was in the hosing. Mm. And uh, he just crumbles to the floor and uh, flickers out. And it's just obviously a robot again. You have to talk about your, like, sexual fantasies and all the spraying of liquids that's going on <laughs> in this campaign. Uh, people spray liquids as they die, all right? That is just a thing <laughs> that happens. Most of life is liquids coming out. You're going into you, Alex. Okay. Maybe I have a we lot are, to learn about life. We are 80% water, okay? 70? And sometimes that comes out of us. Um... Uh, Arjua? Oh wait, no, it's 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 uh, uh, it's turn. Irwin's turn, but uh, he's stunned. <laughs> he's he's stunned with this round. <laughs> I like that he like he doesn't realize it right now. So when he comes out, he'll be like, "I hope it works." <laughs> um, so now it's Arjua's turn. Or Quendabot uh, gets to the key, uh, grabs it, and looks around. Uh, looks like it's preparing for Arjua to arrive. Okay, um, two questions. So, both me and uh, Erwit are 
uh, nanos, and we have the mind slice ability. Does that mean we we, we can kind of sense if these things have minds? Uh, yeah, I'd say you could get a baseline read. Okay, well, I want to know if they have minds, and like particularly I want to know if the one holding the light thing has a mind. All right, uh, you... you uh, make, make, make me a roll. Make me an int roll. I roll 19. Uh, you get the sense that there is no biological function here. Uh, in fact, there's very it's a very basic kind of feedback loop uh, of even mechanical function. Like they are they're reacting. They're not necessarily acting. Uh, it looks like they do have some kind of general programming, but most of it is mimicry. Okay. Can hmm. Because this is like, do I try and do mental surgery on the robot with my brain? I think... It's not going to work. It doesn't work if there's a non-biological okay. component. I'm going to then use the other alternative version of it, which is Onslaught, which ignores armor, and um, try and just uh, attack him with it. Um, I don't. Can you? Do you know if you can direct, direct it, or is it just like at them, like their, their head? I mean, you can say what you're trying to do. Okay, well, I'm going to try and uh, direct this mental force at their at his hand holding the light thing. Alrighty. And, yeah, it ignores armor. I rolled a six. That is not going to be good enough. He just, boom, uh, deflects your attack. Though, it does look like it, it stumbles him a little bit. Um, you, th- uh, you think that you are gonna be doing. You're gonna do better against Quendabot versus the Ardua Automaton, okay. who is now about to barrel in and just try and deck you right in the in the dome, in the glass dome. No, oh, not my dome. Uh, so make me a, make me a speed roll. Avoid that shit. No, wait. I don't wanna. I want a might defense. That's what I'm trained in. Oh, then do that. Okay. Well, Ardua holds out her fists and her holds her head back, kind of like she's ready for a fisticuff sort of fight. Chef's puffed out, um, and braces her legs in order to take this guy, uh, take his force. And she rolls a 16, and she's also trained Ooh. in it. Ah, that you knowingly deflect the blow. You, When you were trapped at the bottom of the ocean, you spent hours fighting yourself, <laughs> uh, shadow boxing. <laughs> no one fights me better than me. Only cold darkness down there. Uh, so you, you deflect it, and... and push her back and she uh, stumbles a little bit but then gets into a, a opposing stance the same way that you've brought your dukes up uh, <laughs> and now it's Burke's turn all right uh, having shattered himself uh, he really wanted to go check out that door and uh, even though he doesn't care about the key he sees his friends are in possible danger or complete danger um, and he's gonna run to help he's gonna run towards the metal mountain. All right. Uh, you look. It looks like you could probably uh, maybe throw something at Arjua Tomaton, but uh, Quendabot is probably out of range. I'm gonna throw my shield, my right hand oh. shield. Oh! All right. I'm gonna toss it Do like it a giant arrowhead. Let's see how this goes. I rolled a seven. However, I would like to retroactively apply effort. Two levels of effort. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What are you, time traveler? Oh, wait. It's not really a In his conflicted thing. mind, Berkier changes his mind again, and he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your shield flies out, trailing gravitons, and uh, sticks 
into the node right at uh, Arjua Tauntaun's feet. Uh, not quite making it to do any damage, but uh, now it looks like there's like a diving board next to her, which okay. is cool. Uh, all right, and now it we're back with uh, the stun field fades, and Erwet uh, is once again in action. Wait, I mean, I think I was supposed to miss this turn. I missed last one. Oh, what? yeah, I missed last one. Oh, sweet. Um, it's funny that you'd remember that because, of course, you were stunned and <laughs> <laughs> forgot that happened. Um. Eli was also in stasis. Erwitt uh, is going to focus and apply two levels of effort and try and just onslaught the heck the key out of the hand of Erwitt Bobbitt. Um, actually, it's going to be a pull onslaught. I want to like onslaught it toward me if possible. Like Okay. Erwitt <laughs> um, really wants this key because other people want it, and that means it's probably great. <laughs> That's an eight. All right. Uh, were you applying effort to that? I was applying two levels of effort. Oh. So you pluck it from uh, Quindabot's hands. It bounces, does a bounce over Arjua Tamatan, hits uh, Burke's shield, boing, and uh, now it's now flying, arcing through the air towards you and Burke somewhere in between. Sweet. Um, uh, if I've got any... Speed left. I want to like try and run toward where it's going, and uh, that'll be All right, my turn. Uh, make me another roll. All right, absolutely. Yeah, eighteen. Uh, you catch it like an all-star receiver. You slide <laughs> as to grab it, and you go underneath Burke's legs, and you hold it up, and you feel pretty good about it. Touchdown! You, you invented football at the same time. Pretty sure football's already been invented, but continue. Well, yeah, I mean, and forgot you reinvented this, it for the fourth time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah three more ages have had football since uh, ours. And thus dawns a new age of football in the world. <laughs> in, in like the NFL retroactive, they're gonna talk about how you invented it in the God's Light Tower. Hang on, my cat um, wants to come in here. I'm gonna go let it sit in my lap as we play. <laughs> All right, cat, cat time. Uh, now it is uh, Quendabot. Quendabot, having it ripped from his hands, is going to follow the path of the uh, different thing, jumping past uh, Ar- Arjua Tamatan. And because Burke is in its way, it's going to try and do a flying kick right into Burke's head. All right. Well, I still have Burke here has one remaining shield. He's going to try and lift it up to defend himself. All right. Make me a might defense. Uh, roll the six. Not, not going to be good enough. You didn't get it up in time, and uh, it slams a metal heel right into your manly chin, uh, leaving some oil on your beard. And uh, it does uh, four damage of armor piercing. Armor piercing. So uh, just four straight damage. Uh, my might pool and is down it, to two, by the way. <laughs> ooh. It lands, rolls, and comes up facing uh, Erwitt. And uh, now it is Ardua's turn. Okay. Um, Ardua is going to uh, jump onto the um, kind of springboard shield and attempt to, like, kick her Ardua bot in the face and spring off it in the, toward the direction of uh, Quendicott bot uh, and attempt to uh, keep Ardua away. slam him? Yeah. Like a, 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 a twofer. Um, right. she'll apply a level of effort to this um, might. she hasn't got a lot of points to spend so it's only going to be one level of effort 
And she only rolls a three. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's not going to be good enough. Uh, basically, you just push off uh, Arjua Tomaton and backflip away. Okay. And make, me, uh, make me a speed roll. Another three. <laughs> so you basically just fall off the shield and tumble down. <laughs> I'm going to say you take one point of damage as you uh, end up at the bottom of the node. And uh, now as Archer was a Tauton, you're going to fall as you follow you down and just try and kick you while you're down. Uh, make me a, a avoidance or a might defense roll. Okay, uh, this is, she has almost no might to spare here, so she's going to just roll out of the way and then, if possible, continue to keep rolling <laughs> as far away as possible. And she rolls a 17 there. Uh, and you, you roll way too fast for your uh, mirror image to follow. And so you manage to get out of the way, and you you barrel in you you come to a stop at Burke's feet as he rubs his jaw. Okay. Are you getting and this, it's now Burke's turn. This jaw rubbing sound picking up on Mike. Some and you, uh, you, you are now you're you're entangled with uh with Quentin, with Erwitt now. You got you rolled right into where he was had slid into beneath Burke's feet. <laughs> And it's uh, Burke's turn. Uh, Burke here is not doing so hot. He's kind of still got that chunk torn out of him, and he just got kicked in the jaw by a metal robot. Um, he is going to, uh, I think. Or what? What is my cipher here? I have a. Nope. Never mind. That's useless. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go after the uh, Quindabot. Because he kicked him in the face, and Berkier knows from his long days in the woods that anything that kicks you in the face, you gotta just murder. Uh, so he's <laughs> like gonna an elk. He's gonna uh, take his remaining shield and try and attack Quendabot. Do it up. And in doing so, he rolls a natural twenty. Uh so you smash Quendabot. Not only away from all of you, but also into Ardu Automaton. And in just a cloud of gears and fluid, fluid, Alex, <laughs> spray of fluid. When will it out, end? Coating every surface liberally and just <laughs> dripping from various ragged orifices. This is disgusting. <laughs> Stop, Patrick. I can only get so erect. <laughs> uh, and uh, both of them are now shattered, and you guys have the key. Arjua immediately spends, I guess, two two instances of healing herself. What is like ten minutes? Yeah, we should probably yeah, take a break here. I was definitely uh, saying Arjua is like near unconsciousness in, in several of her pools. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll take an in-game break, not an out-of-game break, so uh, you guys can can chat and heal. Okay. Erwin's still got the key, right? Yep. I uh, get heal 12. Right. Berkier is sitting down, resting. He's kind of looking at Erwin holding this key. Eli, do you just put that wherever you want to? Sorry? Can you put those numbers like wherever you want to, or do you like do a die? From yeah, a different you get pool? some. You get some points, uh, and you can spend them however you want. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'm refilling my might and intellect and keeping my speed pretty low. So like, as long as I keep my might up, I'm fine. But like, 
if my might ever goes down, I'm going unconscious real fast. <laughs> Healing a little myself. Okay. Berkier also looks at Erwit holding the key. And he's like, "What did dick dude uh, yeah. do Erwitz, taking this time to analyze the key. Is it is it like spectral? Like, does it have weight? Does it do anything? Yeah. Oh, oh, um, I have a I have a cipher that can tell the weight of objects. Just just in case we want to have a know. scale. No, it's a it's a it's a magic pen, and whatever I point it at, it tells me the weight. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you should make Patrick have to say the weights of lots and lots and lots of different things. Okay, how many ounces is it, though? Yeah. Per kilogram. How many stones is is Irwin? Um, it it has weight. It is a uh, it's a silver key. The light that's coming out of it is gold. Uh, there's there's a, there's a theme. Yeah, <laughs> a color like theme to this tower. Silver and gold. Silver that's actually the key. We should just sing that, and we'll get through all the doors. Uh, so you and uh, it's there. Obviously, this is part of the godlight. It looks. Uh, you can looking back on things, you can tell that uh, the what you came. The room with all the corpses and people, uh, the close to corpses, uh, was stuff that looked like it was added on to the Godlight. It looked like it was technology that from a different era, from a different people uh, than whoever built the Godlight. Okay. So these horrific old men in their hot tubs, uh, <laughs> they are uh, newcomers to this place. Uh, so they're using it for a different purpose than what it was originally intended. And I see. This key looks like for uh, wherever it came from was as old as the tower around you. If the mic's picking up any purring, it's because my cat's in my lap and I'm petting it. <laughs> <laughs> purr, 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 purr. That's actually what the key sounds like. Oh, <laughs> that like makes a lot of sense. In your hand. Um, I will name you Mittens. Mittens the key. <laughs> <laughs> Mittens is the key. All right, uh, so, and you guys are, it's 10 minutes to past. You guys are silent the entire time. <laughs> you guys want to talk to we each other? We were really hurt. Yeah, we're healing up. I'm looking at the key. Um, doesn't seem, I guess, I guess it just doesn't do anything. Like, it doesn't, like, I can't, like, channel, like, eternal spirits through it or anything like that or what it doesn't believe in. Uh, there, lo- there does look to be a, uh, uh, like a something you can turn on the base of the key. Arch was learning a valuable lesson today um, about how you you can help some people, but you can't help them all. And uh, now she votes Republican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dark. <laughs> yeah, yo, That's the liquidified granny wasn't dark, but voting Republican <laughs> is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, if there's a thing, I mean, unless there's, like, a caution sign on this thing on the key or it's going to, like, turn the heck out of it. Uh, you turn it and a, a light comes on and says, do not turn! <laughs> yeah, no, that, I mean, I'm not going to turn it then. That seems no, bad. No, it, it, it turns and uh, one of the lights projects upwards and outwards and it just shows you images from all throughout the tower. Like, you see all the rooms that you went through. You oh. see the people working in the bay to try and fix one of the ships. Yeah, cool. You see the countless images just cycling through all these different horrific rooms. And you see uh, the outs- image of the outside of the tower uh, where something that you couldn't see before 
but uh, the rising out is kind of the exhaust of whatever these horrific people are doing is uh, is blowing out of the tower and up into the sky and up into the clouds. And you can see that this is what that snow that you were interacting with before mm, yeah. was the exhaust of memories through whatever process these guys are doing. And you can also see that at the base of the tower, gold is leaking out into the silver. The silver that's being taken in is being replaced by gold. And uh, it would indicate that whatever these guys are doing, it involves the massive silver sea around you. Not a big spoiler, that one. I mean, if you were like, hey, how'd this silver sea get here? Maybe it's that giant tower in the middle. Yep. Uh, but it looks like they are they're perverting whatever the original purpose was for their own means to sure. create some kind of hey, horrific uh, uh, god. I'm, uh, when I'm flipping through security cameras here, uh, are, are my old friends the the lightning storm giants whatever still hanging out at the base of this tower? Uh, those are actually not visible. To it looks like they are um, new. They're not probably associated with the guys inside the tower, but they're also a new development since the building of the tower. I see. They were they were attracted by what was coming out of the exhaust, but not necessarily uh, a part of it. Berkier thinks that we should go check out this door that he was originally looking at because it was pretty interesting. Burke's all about doors. He's a big, he's a big yeah, door He's man. a man of progress. Erwitt Ir- will come on over, but he's, uh, you know, kind of bored and, like, flipping through TV channels as we go. He's like, oh, man, there's nothing on. <laughs> Just a lot of this. One show. Not a lot of plot development. A lot of characters. Not a lot of plot. Uh, so you open it up, and it's a short walkway that ends abruptly. And you can see that you are on the level of the lights that uh, you saw so very high above you from the base of the tower. Oh, yeah. Uh, the whizzing lights, they're going in and out of apertures in the wall. They're about the hmm. size of a person. Might and, be uh, people, as far as we can tell. They're, they're, you don't really know, but they're, they're, they're passing above and below you and uh, in a crisscrossing pattern. It's, you can feel like you could recognize the pattern after a while, but uh, it right now seems random to your eyes. Do I feel minds? Can I make a perception roll for mines? Uh, yes, you can. You can mind mind roll. Mind roll. Erwitt's looking around. A- as is uh, Artwa's uh, current stream, she rolls a three again. Erwitt <laughs> uh, Ir- rolls a seventeen to try and do the same thing. Uh, you there doesn't seem to be uh, a biological intelligence, but they are. They do seem to have some sort of function that you could interact with. Hmm. Um, and at the very top, uh, there doesn't seem to be any way to get there uh you can see is a hole in the top of the tower some type of opening as some sort of tunnel uh, there isn't any other way other than the uh apertures in the side that the lights are rushing in and out of and uh they grow very tiny before they disappear into those much smaller than a person hmm. uh Irwitt's gonna try and like think at one of these things and like try and bring it down to his level all right make me a roll yeah, it's a five. Uh, you think you could probably slow one down with a solid roll, uh, that one like passing beneath you, but it doesn't look like direct command is uh, this these guys jam unless you roll really well. Okay, Argo's going to try and bring one near her with her 
reverse onslaught, which I guess we have. Well, no, you're just like trying to think at him right now. Mentally <laughs> command. Okay. Light being, come here if you want to, you know. She rolls uh, an 18. All right, so Arjua is ma- manages to, uh, with her empathy, with her, her supreme empathy, uh, manages to coax one of the lights to hover more or less uh, directly beneath um, where the walkway ends, and it just kind of hovers there. Hey, light. Um... Is, it, is this like the size we could all fit onto this thing? Uh, it looks like it's about a one person. Oh, Erwin right, jumps on. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, so, Erwin, uh, what it, it catches you, and uh, what it looks like is whatever you would most want to catch you when you fall. Oh, oh, Giant oh, um. Who are you, Green Lantern? You unimaginative fuck. Okay, giant boobies. <laughs> You horny bitch. <laughs> um, so this is a little embarrassing. <laughs> um, it, it would uh, almost certainly uh, look like Erwitt's father. Mm. We, oh, daddy so issues. Like we love that here at RP Gentlemen. <laughs> Was he uh, an academic? By the way, it, it, literally every podcast we do is about daddy issues. It's super <laughs> weird. <laughs> like... Two of the characters in D and D, and everybody in <laughs> Serenity. Uh, luckily, superheroes and has less so. Probably because we have girls in that one. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, your father. What did, what did your father do, Erwitt? Was he also in academia? No, no he he was a farmer. Ah, so he's got them strong, leathery hands. <laughs> uh, catches you when you fall, uh, and then. Uh, the light reforms and just a glowing aura around you, and uh, you feel that with uh, effort of will, you could probably direct this light. I grabbed the light. Archie <laughs> was going to try and make make the light uh, drop him back on the platform with her okay. empathy. Berkier is just very she rolls a natural twenty. About this Alex whole thing. just rolled a twenty. Ah, uh, it actually ejects or went back. Much like out. his father. <laughs> 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 not not rejects, ejects. So I, I mean, I yeah. <laughs> not hopefully not like his father. Uh, and shoots him back into the room, and then hovers and picks up Arjun, and she flies away. <laughs> she claps giddily and is just very excited and wants to kind of like twirl around the sky with this. Erwin gets yep. kind of mad, says, holds up the key above him, and says, "I command thee, hoist us above." Make me a roll. Gonna beat my natural twenty. Archibald's got oh, an affinity okay. for light objects. Fifteen. All right, and are you going for Arduas or are you going for a new one? I'm going for like all of them, but like, <laughs> okay. not necessarily Arduas. So you uh, you you get managed to get two to come towards the walkway. Let's go, Shield Man. Uh, Berkier isn't cool with this. He doesn't want to step into the light, but. Uh... Erwitt kind of called them really well, so the light kind of steps in the Berkier, and he's, well, he's, I, I'd he's imagine in. too that the light shifts to be something very comforting to you, right? Something that would catch you. Yeah, and uh, and also Arjua, like you, as it transforms from uh, Erwitt's father 
What what oh. is it that picks you up and carries you away? Um, it briefly turns into the the little boy from earlier in his arms, grab her, <laughs> and then she blushes, and then it turns into like a paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. So your your paper airplane boy swoops you away, <laughs> uh, as every girl's dream is. And uh, then uh, what what picks you up, Burke? Uh, going with the What's dark. With the wind beneath your wings, your shields. <laughs> along along with the dark theme of this campaign, uh, it is the warm hearth and arms of my family, who, if you recall, were all killed in Are a terrible satellite accident. <laughs> <laughs> Got too hot. Too hot. Uncomfortably hot for them and you. No, it's a warm heart. Uh, it's all good. But uh, the arms of my family, I fall into them, and my father figure, he takes me on top of our family's stag, and it appears to me as if we ride off into the woods. So you basically get taken to Valhalla, is what you say. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you both swoop up. Uh, Erwitz, another copy of Erwitz's father. Comes and picks him up, gives him his first book, sews him his library pants, <laughs> and uh, you're all lifted up. Uh, do you guys want to enter the the ascension tunnel? Of course. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Don't really have much. Fun. All right. So uh, with a sound like God coughing, you all uh, rise up into the tunnel, and uh, and then uh, the Lord takes a bit of water real quick. All right. You rise up beneath the vault of true stars. The tower's Ooh. top is windless despite its monumental height. They are mild despite the freezing altitude. The space is utterly flat and edgeless. It's only feature a protruding room with curving walls, big enough for one person to stand within. In every other direction stretches the sea of liquid metal, silvery in the starlight, waves moving out in circles from the island. Wait, there's a metal sea up here too? No, you, you're just able to no, look out. We can uh, see it around us. Way below. And uh, you can also see that with the silver glints gold in these waves that are moving out. Mm. The uh, Are we, like, aware of what's going on outside of our little light bubbles? Uh, the light actually fades as it sets you down and oh, okay. uh, upon the tower's top. Yeah, and there's a little protrusion up here, right? Yeah, uh, like a small room big enough for one person to stand within. Well, as the only person the size of one person in this party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, as you step up to the room, you can see that there does look... Uh, it's just a flat, featureless room. Uh, there's nothing in there. Uh, but it looks as if there's uh, so it has some purpose. Probably the only purpose of this tower. Um, their keyhole anywhere? Uh, it it seems like the key probably has an interaction with this room, but you can't see what it would be. I'm holding the key up, waving it around at different, different things. <laughs> All right, do you go within the room? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Let, Ber Berkier has been looking like over his shoulder, and he kind of pokes his head in the room, and he takes a step inside. Oh, okay. Uh, they do. Without you, know, you don't have the key. Uh, it does not look like anything happens. Okay, so I'm inside um, and I don't have the key and nothing happens. Yeah, All I right. mean you're you're inside. Like there's only so much inside Burke can go. He's got two <laughs> massive shields. 
he's like he's like butts hanging out the outside of the room. <laughs> but uh, roll me, roll me some perception, Irwin. Thirteen, and I'm trained. All right. Uh, so this do- it looks like this is some function of the tower, and it looks like you think this is this is something that could this could help. Uh, it could also do some harm. And whoever goes in, they may or may not be coming out. Burke, I found a key for you here. <laughs> um, why don't you uh, see if there's a place to put this in this room? Blue key. Oh, I, if, if he tosses the key to me, I will catch it. If Ardua steps, I will stand aside. I don't uh, see Ardua, I... Ardua, would you prefer to, to give it a shot? Yeah. All right, that seems right. that seems appropriate. You you certainly seem to have uh, taken an affection to this. Uh, mm-hmm. I will grant you this honor. Perkier <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. shuffles out of the room. All right, so the key. Ardua, as you step within, key held like a prayer offering before you. The walls spin closed, revealing a space perfectly fitted for your supplication. Mm-hmm. When your fingertips touch the key, light begins to spread. Warming your body while your ego dies. Your sense of you, the idea of yourself as a thing separate from the world around it, falls away. Light pours into you and out from you, filling the chamber with your radiance. A nearly imperceptible rumble shakes the tower's roof as great vents open at its side. From these rise the angels whose wings you rode to this high place. Mm. They arc high into the sky in every direction before descending upon the dark and silver sea. The world ignites. From each point of contact bursts an explosion that should blind you but does not. All around you a column of flame the size of a country burns up into the sky. Yet within the tower's edge you are untouched. Gray floor mirrored by a square of black high miles, miles above. The eye of a firestorm. The top of the room into which your brave fellow stepped begins to shift, then opens releasing a spear of purest brilliance into the dark heavens. Without warning, the fire dies away completely, leaving a vast and smoldering landscape, a dead and burning seabed. The door slides away to reveal nothing at all. At great cost, you have stopped madmen from becoming gods, and the process perhaps called to something titanic from beyond the boundaries of this little world. Uh, well, we've just Oops. kind of been, like, in total awe this whole time, all that yeah, happened. Yeah, are they even still alive? That's uh, my question. Yeah, we're they safe. didn't even feel <laughs> any heat. The question is, that. are you still alive? Yeah, you are I mean, I, I was like a, a, a transcended consciousness for a little bit there. I was kind of giggling until the fire happened, and I was just kind of silent. Hmm. And that's the uh, second episode of Numenera. Uh...